My entitled mother wants my future home for herself so I can inherit it later in life. First, let's have some backstory. I've been homeless for a long time after being kicked out three times. The first time was when I was kicked out of my father's home when I was around 16. The second one was from my uncle's home after he became mentally ill and very unstable. And the third one, again, was from my father's home after we all thought he had changed, which we were wrong. And this was around three years ago when I was 24 or 25 years old. This is relevant as my parents were divorced since I was a kid because of my father's abusive behavior, and it comes into play later on. The second important background information is that my family has never had a lot of money, and any money that we did have was wasted on drinking, doing illegal activities, and illegal substances, if you know what I mean, all mostly done, if not exclusively, by my father, all while me and my brother were left unattended, starving, and so on. But my grandparents, both of them, but in this case my father's parents, have tons of money and properties. If I had to count them, I would say they have about 10 flats that they have because of a business that they own that allowed them to buy all of these properties. The thing is, my father and uncle had many fights with my grandparents as they tell everybody that they were really abusive to them when they were young and so on. Now, I believe this, but I'm more inclined to think otherwise as even after ending up in court multiple times over assaults, my grandparents allowed them and us to live in two of their properties. And I'd say those were almost luxury flats if they hadn't made them into big trash containers, sometimes literally using a room as a trash storage. Now on to recent events. So after going homeless, my mom took my brother and I into her flat for a time. Although I was forced to find another place or go to the local shelter whenever her boyfriend wanted time with her, as she really didn't care if I had a place to sleep. The only thing that mattered to her was that she was able to spend some personal time with her boyfriend, if you know what I mean. And she didn't want me there for that. On perspective, this would have been a good start to an entitled parent story. But I would say it's just a bad parent story, so I'll leave it at that. And don't get me wrong, she was never a bad mom, or not as bad as my father at least, but she kept her distance as being a mom simply wasn't the life she wanted. So after that, I decided to make contact with my grandparents again, although everyone else disagreed, but I had to take the chance. It had been around 15 years since we were forbidden from contacting them, as all my family spoke of them as the devil or even worse. And again, they're not saints, but my goodness are they lifesavers. They rejoice after I came back to them, showered us with cash for anything we needed, and found us a place to live, renting it and giving us cash every month, paying for my brother's final years at university, and for my studies as well. Still, my mom didn't like most of it, although I choose to believe she was at least relieved she wasn't going to be forced to take care of us from there on. It got to a point where they bought my brother a flat too, not only so we had a permanent home, but also so he could have some property, as my father's home was supposed to be one day ours. I should mention here too that all these years, they still gave both my father and uncle a whole salary to each of them, so they knew we could have had everything we needed. Sadly for them, they were wrong about that. So now onto the main situation. It started as just another night for me, where I wish I could stop feeling like things could go back to square one at any moment. So I started thinking that, hey, you know, it's been a while since I was told that I was going to be getting my own flat, just so we could rent it and have our own money. So I came to the conclusion that maybe I could help speed up the process and look for one myself. And so that's what I started to do. The next morning, my grandparents thanked me profusely for helping with it and taking the initiative. So we start visiting some candidates, some of which I go to with my mom too on separate visits. Somehow that starts a whole month of my mom telling me things such as, I don't like that place for you. That flat is on a bad side of the city. Nobody would ever rent it. And stuff like, I know which places you'd like better than you. 
I know what you like. At first, and to be fair, those seem like pretty innocent claims, but then they started becoming something else. You see, my mom has always lived in a rented house, and she's the only one of her family to not have a home of her own. Her two brothers, her sister, and her parents all own a home of their own, so she somewhat hopes to inherit her parents' property after they pass away. That's not happening, though as one of her brothers doesn't like her one bit and would never give his part away, and she has no way to buy it from him at all. She starts giving us hints, rather requests, of living at my brother's flat. It only has two rooms, but my brother's in university, so there's one free room, right? Well, no, because obviously he'd need a place to live after he finishes university, or if anything happens, or a place to stay if he comes by. My mom starts telling us how she'd do it for us for the money, and that we get along so well we'd never even notice she's there, except all of this isn't true. She sometimes buys us groceries, yeah, but we don't ask for it. She has never given us any money aside from that. My mom at that time had spoken about her perfect idea and I gotta say, it wasn't half bad on paper, but not in practice. She said something along the lines of Well, since you're getting a home of your own, why not instead of renting it to some deadbeat that would destroy it and not even pay, I could rent it. But I live here, and you would live there? You'd like it. We don't have to tell anyone. You don't like this place any Anyways, and the money would stay home. At first I was confused. Like, why keep it a secret? She always does this with everything. It all has to be a secret, but makes things absurdly complicated. So I tell her, uh, no, I can't rent you my house only for you to live at my brother's house. He should be asked first. Besides, that would mean he'd have to live with me. So he would definitely have to know. She goes on to say, well, see, this place is perfect for me. I can change this room for that one. The living room would have to be my room. I can make this and this and this other change. And eventually I was just stunned. She started telling me all the changes that she had been clearly thinking about for a long time. At least since all those months back where she started telling us how a good idea it would be for her to live here. I say to her, uh, again, no. I don't think my brother would like living with you. And I won't let you live here without him knowing. If you want to do shady things, you'll have to tell him and the grandparents. Since they're paying for all of this. She started turning red, not of rage or perhaps just part of it, but she always fake cries when she doesn't get what she wants. She goes on to say, you would not understand. They tried to make me live in a terrible place back when they bought us a home when you weren't even born. I responded by saying, but they didn't. They changed the place, and although I think you deserve a home too for all you had to put up with, it doesn't have anything to do with this. As I said, the place they ended up buying for them was almost a luxury one. You could see the beach from it and so on. Although it was never supposed to be their own place, it was bought through the previously mentioned business that my grandparents own, and we were supposed to inherit it when my grandparents passed away. This entire exchange was really weird. I didn't fully grasp why she was acting like this all the time, so I called my brother and explained the situation. He told me she had been insisting on the topic of living with me for a while, as if we were going to be living together in his flat. But since he knows her, he also knows that she's full of garbage, and essentially agreed with me on everything that I told her. Days pass, and she seemed to start accepting how ridiculous it was to make a very convoluted plan of renting a home to live at another one and not tell anyone. So I propose we talk about it on a normal, decent terms. That is, that she rents my brother's home, since he isn't here for now, 
and he can choose where he wants to live, since there would be free rooms at both places. My mom was visibly displeased, but accepted the terms. But then came more drama after I found a perfect place for me. After I settled on a place that would work for me, my mom went into full Karen mode, trying to convince me not to get a place at that specific location, because I guess there were thugs and gangsters around there. My mom and I have this massive back and forth where she and I argue left and right about the logistics of my home. She then comes back with this brilliant idea that she could live in my house, buy it from me, so then when she passes away, I would then inherit the house from her. After a while, she became very possessive of this idea, demanding to live in the house and basically have it until she passes away. So I'm trying to make myself ready for whatever happens next and whatever harebrained scheme she comes up with, because who knows what her comments could be next. This is a crazy situation. This original poster has a terrible extended family, and I'm not talking about the grandparents. I'm talking about the father and the uncle and the mom. The fact that this mom wanted to take over this guy's future home and live in it and then basically own it until she passed away just so he could then inherit it is absolutely ridiculous. I don't blame him for not wanting much to do with his parents either. They sound like deadbeats and they didn't want anything to do with their kids. I mean, this lady didn't even help her kid when he was homeless. Terrible parents overall, and I really wish this original poster the best in finding some kind of solution for his home. And hopefully he doesn't give it over to his crazy mom. My boyfriend is jealous that our new cat likes me a lot more than it likes him and I don't know what to do about this. Eight months ago, my boyfriend's cat that had been with him for 16 years tragically passed away. We both mourned intensely, and we both talked about getting a new cat when we felt the time was right. Three months ago, we adopted a five-month-old kitten. She's wonderful and sweet. I've been very attached to the new kitten since I took a lot of the responsibility of caring for her. From stuff like the litter box to playtime, I was the main caregiver. Because of this, I also looked up cat care and being a cat parent. There is a lot of stuff that you just gotta know that you can and can't do. My boyfriend insists on feeding dry kibble to the cat, so I got her a water fountain instead of a bowl. I play with her with a wand toy for 15 minutes as the coffee's brewing every single morning, and again throughout the day if she seems bored. I think this has bonded me to her more strongly than to him, as he only plays with her in short bursts, and I've suggested that he take over these longer playtimes that I've been doing with the cat. For two months, all was well. She would play with me, snuggle with him during the day, and check in on our roommate. Lately, though, she's been following me from room to room and taking her naps on my lap every chance that she gets. I know my boyfriend is missing his cat, who truly was his cat and was attached to the hip to him, and is upset that he no longer is getting that kind of attention from the kitten. I also think I made this problem a little bit worse, because when my roommate accidentally let her escape only a month ago, I was so panicked and traumatized thinking I'd never see her again, that when we did find her and we got her home, I went to check on every 30 minutes just to ease my mind and make sure that she was still there and that I had the time to pet her. I think that also had me bonded to her even more and was a little bit unnecessary on my end but I did it anyways. But here's the problem when he brings it up he says that I did this on purpose and by playing with her and giving her too much attention I have made her my cat. His tone is pretty accusatory as well. He also says that he hates the water fountain and wants to give her a normal water bowl and I'm against this as it's one of the things that I really insisted on the cat having. If I try to defend myself by saying I'm just looking after the cat's best interests and taking care of her the best way I know how, he won't hear any of it. If I suggest that he take over morning playtimes, he won't hear it. I ask what I can do to help rather than just hearing what I'm doing wrong and he tells me to just ignore the cat so the cat can seek out other people again. First off, I don't think that will work because if you ignore cats, they only want your attention more and may act out. Second, I don't think it's fair to punish the cat
cat when she's done nothing wrong. Third, I didn't get a cat so I could ignore her and not play with her. I do genuinely want him to have a good relationship with the cat. I don't know what to do and it's very difficult to communicate with him about this issue because I get defensive when he claims I've done such and such on purpose when I'm just trying to take care of the cat the best way I know how. How do we resolve this? I would love to just give her more to him, but I don't see how that's possible without me ignoring her and therefore punishing her. What do I do? Honestly, there's not a lot you can do to really fix the problems with the cat. Your boyfriend is honestly just being really ridiculously jealous and it's just not fair. The suggestion to try and just ignore the cat and to pretend like it doesn't exist in hopes that the cat will look for someone else to be close to is just not realistic. I totally agree with the original poster. That would just be punishing the cat for no reason. The boyfriend legitimately just needs to stop blaming his girlfriend for this cat attaching to her and make the necessary steps so that he can get attached to the cat and vice versa. Like it's time to step up and just be more involved. I understand that he's mourning the loss of his cat and he misses that tight-knit relationship that he had for 16 years. But he also needs to understand that this is a new cat. It's not going to be the same one he grew up with. And he needs to accept that it's going to have a different personality than the one he's used to. I think maybe this is the boyfriend just lashing out because he feels really depressed and really upset that this new cat hasn't liked him the way that his old cat did. But I think he's going about handling it all wrong and he's treating his girlfriend like garbage in the process. But overall, I don't think the lady in this situation has done anything wrong, and hopefully this man can get a grip, pull it together, and understand that his girlfriend is not actively trying to take this cat away from him, because that would be insane. My girlfriend has a serious drinking problem, and I can't keep ignoring it. What should I do? I met my girlfriend when she just turned 21, so of course I understood her wanting to drink and have some fun. But now a few years later, and many conversations later, she just won't stop or slow down drinking. And while sure, she doesn't get falling over sloppy kind of wasted, but I believe she is drinking way too much and is doing it as much as five days a week. I say I believe she's doing this because she knows how I feel about her drinking so often, so now she's been hiding it on the weekdays from me. I believe she chugs drinks while I'm in the shower so I do not see it. A few months ago, she said she was taking a break from drinking, but I started to suspect her sneaking alcohol, so I took pictures of the liquor bottles and later found of course she's been drinking them to which she lied to my face about it until I told her I had picture proof and then she cried and apologized today I was looking for a pair of my pants so I went to check the drawers to see if they were in the place that I had accidentally put them or something and I find empty cans of alcohol and empty bottles of wine in multiple drawers and some inside of a duffel bag she even refuses to drive whenever she sees her friend or goes to a family party because she has to drink at every gathering what do I do I can't can't enable this unhealthy and destructive behavior. Last talk about it we had, I mentioned her needing help and she completely denies having a problem and needing help. She said she would apparently slow down, but that just ended up meaning she would hide it from me. How do I help someone that doesn't want help? I love her and don't want to lose her. What should I do? There are 12-step programs that can help out with this and find some semblance of recovery from this addiction, but at the end of the day, you can't force her to do those steps. Like, she's gonna want to have to do that herself. And Based on the behavior that's being described, she is literally sneaking drinks behind your back because she knows that you're going to get on her about it. The only thing you can decide is how long you want to put up with this behavior. I think you really do love this woman, and I absolutely believe you when you say that, but if this behavior continues, this could become a very destructive force for evil.
evil in your relationship. And at the end of the day, there's only so much that you can do for somebody. So I would take a step back and look at the situation and have an honest talk with her and see where she wants to go with this. Ultimately, I hope you find the solutions that you need and hopefully you're able to work this out. But based on what you're describing, it doesn't look promising. Today, I messed up by driving 13 hours to surprise my girlfriend only to then find her in bed with her ex-boyfriend. All of this happened this morning, but to provide some backstory, I grew up in Kentucky and would spend summers in Minnesota with a parent. One summer, I met her and clicked instantly when we were 12 years old. We started dating at 13, but life would always take me back to Kentucky. So it has always been an off and on relationship. Skipping over all the times we enjoyed together in the past 20 years or so, we have never ended things poorly and always remained friends. In the past year and a half, my life has completely flipped as I finished a huge milestone in my career that allows me to work essentially where and when I want. I cut ties with a relationship and sold my house and ended up losing my father who passed away because of an illness. After all of this, we start talking daily again and getting close. So I took a job call in Minnesota and we spend all of our free time together. Things were going well and we had been talking about building a life together with her saying that this is all she's ever wanted and that it finally makes sense for the both of us. Last month, I took a job call out of town and we continue to talk daily. I've been going on an annual family fishing trip since I was a kid that happens to be going on this weekend. We're also on this trip celebrating my aunt's 60th birthday. So I decided to take the week off and drove to Kentucky for her birthday party. I have a few days to spare between the party and the trip, so after the party, I drove 13 hours straight to Minnesota to surprise her before work. When I finally arrived completely exhausted, I walked into her bedroom and turned on the light to see her ex-boyfriend asleep next to her in his boxers and no shirt on. I then had to drive another hour and a half to a family member's house before sleeping there all day. Now I'm sitting here in Wisconsin trying to process all of this and have a 12-hour drive back to Kentucky to look forward to. I have blocked her on social media and I've lost all trust in everything that I've done with her. It feels like 20 years has just gone down the drain and I'm still grieving this entire situation. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I feel absolutely awful for this original poster. This is a terrible way to find out that she's been going behind your back, but boy, aren't you glad that you found out. Imagine still talking to her and trying to have some relationship, and she's still doing this without you knowing. It sucks that you drove 13 hours to find out this way, but at least now you know that she is not loyal, and you can do so much better than this. It is absolutely disgusting that she threw away 20 years of a friendship 
that could have become so much more, all for some ex-boyfriend and just so she could go behind his back. Absolutely disgusting situation and my heart goes out to you. And I really hope you're able to move on from this and find someone who actually cares about you. Today I messed up by telling people that I was from Texas. I had no idea what was in store. I guess I'll begin by saying that I'm a 25-year-old female and I'm from Texas. One of my friends lives in New Jersey and she recently got married. I flew up from Texas and there was about 100 people there for the wedding. I was the only one from Texas. So during the night, I was talking to some people at the wedding and they asked me where I was from and I mentioned that I'm from Texas. Their moods changed with me almost right away. Some of the men and women both started talking to me about guns and how Texas people are, mentioning the border and rednecks and everything else you can imagine. They also began to start acting as if they should be wary of me, just coming right at me with a bunch of stereotypes. I could not believe it. It was shocking for me to hear them and see how they were acting differently towards me after this. I'm kind of a big girl with a couple tattoos, and one of the women asked me if I'd ever been in a fight in a saloon before. I could not believe they were asking this. I clearly messed up by even mentioning the word Texas around these people. But on the other hand, I really wasn't ready for their reactions either, especially with all these stereotypes that I definitely didn't expect. That's really disappointing that they started judging this person based off of where they're from, aka Texas. I have a lot of friends from Texas, and I would never go to some kind of weird stereotype to describe how they are. Like, that'd be ridiculous. That's like saying anybody from Florida has alligators, has some kind of warrant out for their arrest, and is probably on the run from the law. I mean, if I meet someone from California, I don't automatically assume that they're just some beach bum who goes surfing all day. Like, these stereotypes are just not even close to being true. And the fact that they said saloon instead of a bar cracks me up. I don't think anybody ever says the word saloon anymore. I'm pretty sure that got eliminated from the English vocabulary since, like, I don't know, the 1900s. Who gets in a fight in a saloon? Well, I don't think anybody does nowadays. Overall, it's kind of weird how people will start acting like that based on where you're from, and I'm really sorry they had to deal with that. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.